Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. She is somebody that can really bring you insight, maybe even closure, as somebody who brings messages to you. And she is an evidential psychic medium. We're talking with her today. Who knows what's going to come up? Who knows what's going to happen? Uh, Carla Hecht is with us. What the heck? <laughs> you know, you don't want to rely on anyone who talks to spirit for anything electronic. Like lights go off and on, internet freezes. It's very entertaining. Oh, I was just talking I about that when you were as you were coming back. I'm not. <laughs> I'm used to it. It's like I've been in studios before, and I was just giving an example. I'll never forget this. Uh, the psychic had headphones on, and she takes them off. I'm not even kidding when I say they, they just crumbled. They went and like just pieces just all fell apart. Um, there's yeah. nothing wrong with them. Uh, that's just the beginning. So no surprise for me. Yeah. Um, you are different in that you're an evidential psychic medium. What exactly does that mean? Thanks for asking. Uh, and I wish more people would ask that. Uh, the evidence, the evidential part of it is asking spirit for, for information that's personal and private for you and your loved ones that you're wanting to connect with and your family. And that can be something uh, simple, like how the relationship was, right? Like not everyone's relationship with their dad was a good relationship. Maybe something will come forward with that. Or uh, I may start talking about something that appears random, but it's a conversation you literally just had that morning or the day before, right? Hmm. So it's, I ask for evidence so that you know exactly who's coming forward. And it's not something that I can just throw out there and it'll, it'll stick with 10,000 people. Right. It's right. not you know, they. My, my example of that is if somebody is reading uh, somebody who looks Italian from an Italian family and they say, I am getting an A, I'm getting a T name, an A, an a, a T name. Yeah, Anthony, Tony. Okay, come on. There's, you, you probably have somebody in your family uh, most likely you know, connected to you uh, in that way. So- is there, as I understand it, a medium does what you do and you take it to another level by providing that evidence where a psychic just gives you not the messages per se, but more of just the feel, like talking about what you might want to do in your future, uh, th things like that, but it's not actual uh, specific messages from the other side. Does that sound right? Yeah, a mediumship reading is connecting to loved ones that have departed. That's it. Yep. Like that's that's what we're now. Here's the catch to it, though, Steve. If I may call you Steve, please do. Um, thank you. Is uh, you know that <laughs> I'm not in charge of the readings. Like people often think, I uh, you know it's me doing the work. I'm not. I'm just a conduit. So. There's a lot of times people will, they'll book an evidential mediumship reading and they'll end up with a psychic reading. So I always say, if your life's a dumpster fire, don't assume that your loved ones are going to not talk about this dumpster fire and just give you loving messages. They're going to say, hey, let's put this fire out and let's talk about your life and what needs to help you today. Mm. So that's kind of the catch is I'm not really in charge. So you can book an, uh, a mediumship reading and end up with a psychic reading vice vice versa. So I just try to ask people what they're open to too. Cause some people want psychic readings, which is the life stuff, and they're not open to hear from departed loved ones, mm. which can get interesting for me. <laughs> I guess because you got to filter it out. <laughs> you know, or, it's yeah. it, it can be very challenging to do that. Yeah. 
And also along the same lines, there's there's no guarantee that who you want to hear is going to come through. Um, is it because it's it wasn't the right time? That's such a uh, such an amazing question. With not wanting, so so there's a couple things. One is sometimes we want it so so bad, and the grief is so so hard that um, it's almost like you block it. And it can also be that spirit will triage who you need to hear from. Uh, so for a really good example of that is say you had a really bad relationship with your mother and your mother's past, but your mother has a healing message to give you. And so I've had people sit and they're like, well, I don't want to hear from her. And I, like, I try to respect that as a reader, but also once your mom gives you that message, usually, you know, something like forgiveness and ownership of her, her mistakes, um, then we can move on and the other spirits will come forward. But I mean, to not receive the message, you're essentially setting yourself up to hear that same message for every mediumship reading that you go forward with, because they are persistent. They will, they will come through every single time until you're ready. And the other thing that can stop someone from coming through is uh, fear, anxiety, or skepticism. So a certain degree of skepticism is really, really good. And you should have because they're Hey, there's a lot of people that are fakes out there, yep. right? Yep. But if you've done your homework and you've looked at someone's website, you've seen reviews, you've seen their face, you have a good vibe about it, you keep seeing their name or it keeps coming to mind, that's your loved ones driving you to that person. You shouldn't walk in full skeptic. I don't want to hear this, you know, because really, why are you here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. To test somebody. So you're going to, you're going to compensate them to test them. Uh, right. don't, don't waste their time. Don't waste your time. Um, and right. I, and I get what you're saying. There are some that, like you say, scammers, uh, and it's a shame because it gives the work sometimes a bad name from yeah. those who really have that ability. Do we all have that ability to some degree? I, this is a very unpopular opinion. I do not believe so. No, hmm. no, no. I think, uh, a lot of people have intuition and I believe, um, that there's a lot of psychics. I believe there's a lot of mind readers, but I do not believe everybody has the ability to connect with those that are departed. Okay. So I, I, I guess I should have phrased it differently. We all have intuition. Yes. I, I don't know how to answer that. That's such a great question. Mm. Uh, I have met people that, you know, do they have it and they just, they haven't honed it. They haven't trusted it. I, I don't know that everyone, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, there's sociopaths in the world that don't feel anything. Do they have intuition? I mean, they can't feel happy or sad. Can they feel intuition? I, I don't know the answer to that. Hmm. Well, I guess it goes back to evolutionary times where, you know, cave people to survive had intuition. You know what? I have a feeling there's good. I got, I got to check. I think there's, you know, a predator out there or whatever. So maybe yeah. it, it's, it's, it, we all have intuition in some degree, but maybe we're able to elevate it and pull different things from it at different levels. Uh, but yes, do I, I, I don't believe that everybody can pull messages from the other side. No, <laughs> not at all. Yeah. No. Huh. How do you, what do you get when you're getting something, when you feel something, when you have a message to deliver, <laughs> do you see, is it visual? Do you hear something? Uh, oh, sense it? It, that's such a, that's another great question. It, it's uh it's a combination Usually the first thing that I'll feel is how someone's passed or an illness or ailment that they have. So, um, which can be really interesting. Like I can literally sit down and not be able to breathe. Right. 
Um, or if I'm going to connect with someone, symptoms can start as early as the night before. And then, so, so I have all the clairs and then I may hear like dad, or I've noticed my conversation. Like, uh, if I'm saying a word quite often as an example, there's a reason I'm using that example. Mm. Right. When did it start for you? You know, I've always been weird. I've always been I love weird. When you say that. I've always been weird. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow. I believe uh, as a, as a young, young child, I've always had these gifts. Uh, they scared the bejesus out of me though. And I shut it down. And then I've also like a weird thing for me is I don't, I don't think I was, I was maybe 25 when I realized that not everyone knew when their loved ones were going to pass. Like I thought everyone knew that. I thought it was just common knowledge. Like, you know, you knew when grandma was going to die, so did I, right? So I've had a lot of really natural born gifts. And I remember thinking, well, you didn't know that was going to happen. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when I mean, if you've, if you've always been that way, like I've always had a dream before a family member passes. And then I wake up knowing that, that they're gone. So I just thought everybody did. Because you don't know any other way. No. And like, uh, one of my, I would say my, one of my biggest superpowers is I can tell if you're full of beans. So, uh, that didn't like, I used to work in corrections. So that really helped me because I knew if you were full of crap, right. Mm. <laughs> uh, mm. didn't, it hasn't helped relationships much because they, they, uh, they seem to really not think I know that. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> you're full of crap. <laughs> That's yeah. And you know, yeah. even though I know you're full of crap, it doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to call you on it either. I might just put it away. Somebody told me recently, uh, Reiki master did Reiki on me. And that was one of the things that she pulled out, uh, mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm, I'm good at spot, spotting BS and that my, my third eye isn't, mm -hmm. uh, as strong as it should be. It's almost like a handicap, even though, you know, she cleared out energy. It's just not, but she said, I make up for it using other, uh, chakras to spot BS. And that, that's my, um, that's my intuition specialty, I guess. Um, I, I think it's reasonably right. Uh, and then sometimes, you know, we spot some BS, but we don't want to believe it. We want to believe the good in somebody. But then, you know, you knew the answer. You just, uh, you know, you didn't. You didn't act on it. You didn't want to see it. it. Didn't want to see it. Yeah. Exactly. Huh. What, do, what are you feeling right now? What am I feeling in my body right now? Yeah. Um, I want to say... I feel like there's something going on in my legs, um, almost like a, like a weakness or like a spicy feeling. So, uh, my question is, uh, do you have someone in your life who is having issues with their legs or, uh, like a spicy feeling can be like a, like an illness or, uh, of course, someone who's in a wheelchair or lost the feeling or, you know, that diabetic, like that neuropathy people can get, I'm feeling that in my, in my feet, my low, low legs. Uh, I'd have to think deeper. I do have a friend who has neuropathy and diabetes and, uh, uh, he's, he's doing okay, but, uh, hmm, I'd have to think deeper about that one. Wow. And hey. as soon as you say that word neuropathy, I, I didn't even really know what it meant until I met him. I met him about a year or two ago. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, he, sometimes he struggles big time with it. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I've had a, a little tinge of a feeling and I've also had a uh, diabetic dog and watched her try to walk with no feeling in her feet. Oof. Quite, quite wow. a challenge. Even if you have four. Seriously. Yeah. And they, yeah. Uh, some, who, somebody took a fall recently. Oh, 
Um, Phil Collins. Not recently. This goes back about maybe seven years, but it had it, it messed up his spine, and he's had tr- trouble from playing gym uh, drums. But because of what you just said, he doesn't feel one of his feet. So I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how do you, how do you walk when you don't feel that foot there? It's like when your foot falls asleep. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a false sense of uh, strength on your foot. Yeah, and and I want to say it's it's painful. Yeah. It, yeah. It, like, you know, when, when you get those pins and needles, like yeah. it's, I would say slightly more painful than that. Oh. Like it can be. Not, yeah. not a fan of that feeling <laughs> at all. No, uh, no. So when somebody can do it virtually with you too, like we're talking right now. Yeah. And, and to be honest, some, like sometimes virtually is a little bit easier. So I don't know if you can tell, but I keep looking away and the reason I look away from a client is because spirit is talking and they're very persistent, very loud. And so what I'll do is I'll look away so we can talk. Um, and then your body language and stuff doesn't play a part in how I'm interpreting it. Because one thing I've, I've actually learned um, is your body language can be very different than what's actually happening. So I was a firm believer in body language until I started doing this. And I, what I've realized is... I can read someone's face, but that's not at all what they're actually feeling. Like I, I maybe read their faces. They're disappointed. They don't want to hear who's coming through. And what it is, is, is the grief, like how the grief looks. Right. And you know, it's, uh, I'm glad you said that because that's like the number one thing that uh, skeptics say, and I believe it's called cold reading where they, they assume yeah, that the, uh, the medium is looking at your face and picking up on visual cues as the medium asks questions. Um, And I, I debunk all of that. Yeah. There are people that do it, of course, but Mm -hmm. you know, I've worked with mediums before where we take phone calls. How are you watching Mm -hmm. somebody's face? And I know the call wasn't set up. There's, you know, multiple lines going, I'm randomly picking any number and a psychic can do it. So that, that, you know, Mm -hmm. debunks the, the cold reading. Um, But I mean, again, some people do it, but and then you I just brought up another thought in my mind. How do you even talk with somebody, you know, a client while you're getting stuff? So, I, so, I, I don't know why I've never yeah. asked that question, but now that I'm thinking oh. about it, like, how the heck do you yeah. do that? It's like, it's it, like having headphones on going like this. I'm listening yeah. to something here and we're talking like that there. Yeah. So I cheat a little. I write stuff down uh, because oftentimes while you're talking, like I was just writing right now while you were talking, because I was getting some physical symptoms. So once I write them down, often I can then move on and pay attention to what's going on. Right. Mm. Um, To be honest, there's a lot of times people say things and I think my subconscious has grabbed it, but I'm actually listening to spirit at that moment. So there are times where um, I will interrupt a client too. Because I know that the message coming through is more important than what they're sharing. And it's not a disrespect to the client. And it's not that what they're saying isn't important. It's that what spirit has to say and the healing messages for them is what they need to hear today. And I look at it too, as if spirits, like a client has paid to get that message from their loved one. And if I have to interrupt them to give them that, then I will. Like it, it, it's just one of those things, right? Where I prioritize spirit, I guess, if you will. Because hmm. the last thing I would want is for you to book a reading and then be upset that you didn't hear from your loved ones because you were sharing something. Got it. So if somebody's talking yeah. to you and saying, hey, listen, I've got, you know, but I want to tell you that, you know, I hear these signs and, and you're receiving something. It's not like yeah. you want to say, please be quiet. <laughs> well, well <laughs> just give me a second. Here. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not a, it's not a disrespect thing either. It's also uh, sometimes people overshare. So it actually doesn't help me if you overshare and tell me, you know, I've got five cousins who've passed my aunt passed. This is the month and the day and the year in our relationship. Please don't share all that. <laughs> right. Because then I'm saying to spirit, okay, now the basic stuff that I usually ask for now you need to ask. Now I need to ask other stuff. So often I'm actually doing the, the favor and spirit of client by interrupting them and saying, like, just give me a sec. Let's, let's confirm who we're talking to here so I can get the message to you. Mm, yeah. yeah. Just shut up. <laughs> let her do her thing. Well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, let her, let her work. Let her, you know, uh, if you need yeah. to know something, you'll ask something. And I, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this because when somebody meets with you, any medium, do you want them to say anything? You know, hi, how you doing? Um, unless you ask a question, is there somebody you want to connect with or is there somebody specific uh, or you just go into whatever it might be, but what does that person need to tell you anyway? So uh, at the risk of going too far out there, it's really interesting you ask that because people assume that I've taken time to uh, search them out on Facebook or that I've read the obituaries or uh, which is really funny because I don't read the news ever. <laughs> don't right um so a lot of times people assume i know who they are when they're coming and i know their story which couldn't be further from the truth because my job is actually easier the less i know about you literally so um usually if i ask you a question there's a reason i'm asking so for example when i said like the neuropathy or the weakness in the legs how do you connect with that right that's me asking, like, do you have friends, family, parent, cousin? Like, who is it that is connecting to that? Then when you answer, then I go into the next thing where I'll share something or I'll ask another question, right? I don't want you to blurt everything out. But I do need you to confirm that I'm connecting with somebody, either deceased or someone living, that is important to you and, and counts in your life, right? Uh, I have I, I did a lady when I was on tour and uh, she literally sat arms crossed and she was like, yep, yep, nope, yep, yep, yep. And then at the end, she, <laughs> she's like, I didn't give you anything and you knew everything. <laughs> I was like, well, that was perfect because <laughs> right. she answered just the bare amount. She utilized her entire session. There wasn't nervous chatter and 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 grief coming up. For, well, I mean, grief came up for her, but you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's just, again, just let let you do what you do. Uh, and if you need to know something, I get, you're, you're going to say it, you're going to, you're going to ask it. Um, do you have certain symbols that you get? Like I've, I've, I know that, um, I've worked with some mediums, uh, talk to them where, you know, if, if somebody is proud of them, they see buttons bursting out of a chest. Um, but then it gets even more specific than that. Are you have, do you have certain symbol signs that, uh, mean things for you? Yes. And I have an example of that as we're talking, uh, I'm sitting here doing this. So this is my symbol for when someone is, so either A, that's something that you do, um, or it's my symbol for when uh, someone who's uh, usually departed is good at fixing stuff. So my question to you is, um, do you have a father type figure on the other side who is really good at fixing stuff? Should, yeah, <laughs> I could, I could you tell do? you. I, yes, I could tell you more, you know, if you want me to. Sure. Um, would be my dad. And mm -hmm. then. So let me, sorry, let me pause you. So this is why I write stuff. The very first thing that I wrote was dad. Hmm. 
So I have all these things that have been coming through, but I never said it because I wanted to wait for more evidence. That's why I write stuff down. So these moments I can say, I wrote that down before you even said a word. And it, it and, and, and you could, if somebody generalize that, however, I, my kids say I'm Mr. Fix it and can fix anything. And it comes from him. And, and I won't say anymore. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that for you. <clears throat> um, was he having something with a throat or, or trouble speaking? Because now suddenly I feel like I can't talk. <clears throat> um, not that I know of. Okay. Is there somebody else that you have on the other side who is losing their voice or having trouble speaking? I got to think deeper about that, but I'm going to say potentially yes. Okay. Hmm. Um, and then who is it that lost a child? I uh, miscarriage, know. abortion, stillborn. I, that is somebody. I don't want to go into detail if that's okay. Sure. But, but you know who it is? Yeah. And what you just said before is definitely impactful. I'm not writing you off. I'm just not going too deep into specifics, but you're, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So the throat makes sense. And then um, yeah, it does. The, the lost child. Oh, and then whew, uh, the heart. My heart just did um, the wrong beat. Uh, do you have someone who had heart stuff where their heart would have done the wrong beat or like full out heart attack? My dad. Your dad. Okay. And then he keeps doing this. Uh, I'm assuming it's him. He keeps doing this with my hand. I don't know what that is. <laughs> that's, that's a new one. Do you know what that is? I might. You might? Okay. Yeah, this is creepy. <laughs> you know, it, do, you, do you mind if I give a message? Go ahead. Okay. Now this is where uh, I usually don't wear makeup because I can get quite emotional talking about this. Uh, your dad is talking about how proud he is of you. And uh, he's saying that um, he wasn't the type of guy that would uh, <laughs> maybe vocalize his feelings and his love and stuff. And so he wants me to talk about the life review. So when we pass, we get to see the good, the bad and the ugly, which means he wasn't perfect in his relationship. Uh, he's made mistakes fair. Um, and we can go, we can go a little more into that privately. Uh, if you, if you want to, mm -hmm. um, I don't think that part's appropriate for the air though. <laughs> um, but he wants to talk about the life review so that you understand that him saying that he's proud of you is actually coming from a place where he has seen that life review and seen how he's affected your life. And he is so, so proud of you. And do you have children? Cause, cause he's, he's talking about you as a father and he's, he's mentioning how, you know, the mistakes that your dad made. And so you're making an extra effort not to make those mistakes. Fair. Okay. Yep. So he's really, really proud of you. Spot on. And <laughs> he didn't get to express it, but I took a major job. He passed when I was 21. Oh and my I goodness. just started that job on the radio mm. and he just started being able, was able to start listening and then he passed. Yeah. So he gets to tell you now. I love that. And he's, he's really cute. So, so I want to tell you this. So uh, when I was talking to the producer about this show, um, your dad screamed your name into my, into my head. Like, so she was talking about uh, the other options and I was like, your name just came out. Like it was like, no, there's nobody else. It's Steve, which is so funny. Cause I'm like, Oh, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder who's wanting to come through. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I just knew. And, and I didn't realize, and I, you know, the whole relationship thing, we won't even go into that and let, you know, another time. Um, I didn't realize how much I was like him and even more so even in the last year too. Like when he passed, then I realized it. And now I'm realizing it even more kind of creepy. Yeah. 
<laughs> in a lot of ways, uh, just because of the journey that I'm on right now. Right. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's, you know, the way that I see it is if we can take the good from our parents, we're winning, you 100%. know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I'm probably not the greatest client in your reading today. All I'm going to say is, because I didn't want to go into too much detail here. Uh, yes, 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 yes. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, beautiful. You know, you know, like uh, spot on. Um, and a wake up call for me in, in some regards. Okay. And, yeah. and I just want to acknowledge one thing. Sure. Uh, the child coming through, um, you we, we don't need to go into that, but they just want to let you know that they're around. Right. And so um, I believe that has, they want, they want to mention too that they're, they're with your dad. Right. So they all are together. So people often worry about their loved ones and worry, like, are they out there alone? No, the whole family on the other side is together. Like there's never any worry about that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. (laughs) And I, you know, I, even having worked with psychics for, you know, decade and a half, two decades and a half, um, now I firmly believe, firmly believe that there is spirit. They're still around us, just not in body. And they are together. The energy doesn't go away. It's always there. You feel that way or differently? Can I share something really personal? Please. That I'm having that moment. Do I want to share this publicly? But um, I had the the honor of being with someone when they took their last breath. And I can tell you that that room was filled full of spirits well before they passed. Well before. And I've had spirits who have uh, transitioned like horrifically on the side of the road alone. They also tell me that on the side of the road was all their loved ones waiting to greet them. So no one, and that's the the big fear that family has is, are they alone? Are they well? Are they happy? They're certainly not alone. There's no peace and suffering on the other side. It's a huge party. Like it really is. I kind of feel it is, you know, because, because a lot of things that you deal with here in the uh, physical world, world are gone. Uh, I can keep going. We're out of time. (laughs) Are we? (laughs) Uh, Really great insight today. Uh, Carla, how do we find you? Uh, I am at www.carlahecht.com. Uh, that's probably the easiest and quickest way. And then I'm always down for a text. I'm not much of a phone gal. Okay. All right. <laughs> and and yeah. you're the number to text direct. Text. Is, text. Right? Text. Is, <laughs> yeah. Is uh, 1-587-877-6417. And I would assume the number's on the website too. <laughs> I can't oh, so remember. I'm sure there's, a, there's a contact form too. Yeah, there's a way. To yeah, you can email me. Yeah. Yeah. Great talking with you today. It was it was my pleasure. And let me know if you want to go into any of that other stuff further privately. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, like I, I get I get a vibe from you, like an energy. It's weird. Oh. It's, it's a good weird. <laughs> but, yeah. But you said before <laughs> the word weird, and that I'm getting that. I'm getting that, and it's 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 an interesting weird. Wow. Right. Like it's legit. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward next time we get together. I look forward to seeing you too. Thank you. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world. This is the podcast business news network. Of course, my kid's in the right car seat. Well, I think he is. Yeah, my kid's in a booster seat. He was ready to move up. He is ready, right? 
Her car seat looks like the right size. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear-facing, forward-facing? I think I have it right. Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. I know my child's in the right car seat, or else I wouldn't get in the driver's seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.